So hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Cookies with Aliens. I am Filippa. This is Astrid. Hello. And today we are going to continue our explorations by talking about the idea of disclosure. Yes. <laughs> and maybe we should also add why we paused for a week. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe you want to say it? Okay, uh, we needed a little time off, but as you could see, it was only one week. We're back for more and sometimes this might happen, so don't be surprised. I mean, exactly. we can post it on Instagram telling, but be sure to follow us there too. Although we didn't this yes. time, but we will next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, we promise. So, and if there is nothing... Don't be surprised either. We promise we're okay. <laughs> Just having yes. some time off. But yes. now, let's talk about disclosure. You want to start? Yes. Tell us what do you know about it? Me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're only pushing it to me, Astrid. <laughs> so, disclosure. Uh, well, there has been the talk really about this idea that on the 1st of June there will be more topics going to the surface there will be I don't know if it's like the the American what's the name of it army what's <laughs> there will be secret information coming to the surface now how that might seem and because this is very similar to the information that there was already of, um, I don't remember who, the Pentagon, wasn't it? That that mm -hmm. said there were, um, indeed that the, there were some footage that showed some UFOs. Although, again, there's the thing that I, I we, we commented about this once, when they say, they are indeed UFOs. It doesn't mean they're saying it's alien spaceships. It's unidentified flying objects. It's something we don't know what it is. <laughs> but we're not saying any more than that. <laughs> so that might be... I'm pretty sure that it would be something kind of similar this time. And possibly the major parts of the information will still be kind of behind the scenes but either way it's a great reflection to show where we are all added and that slowly this is really moving forward on a collective level and that's really exciting and i'm really i i can see and and we talked about this quite often also that there are always people now in in the past month which got deleted out of YouTube, out of, mm. out of uh, Instagram, all accounts just got deleted. We have no idea why, mm -hmm. but um, it, it seems there are so many things still going on. And yeah. it's, you know, it's, it's so, for me, it's so exciting if there will be really some surprise mm -hmm. or if they now just could see that they can't hide it any longer and so they they invented something they can now now make official mm -hmm. um, but it will be something everybody of us still knows kind mm -hmm. of and so 
But we will get behind all of that, I guess, when we mm -hmm. maybe once ask Hila about it. Maybe, <laughs> maybe some of you still want to ask some questions for the next Q&A or mm -hmm. for Hila under the videos of Hila. And um, because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm also, I'm so curious. And what about you, Philippa? Do you also have the, the impression that at the moment timelines are shifting so quickly and oh, yeah. so it's like everything is amplifying everything is is getting so intense mm -hmm, yeah it's it's <laughs> i i don't know even because and i do think this started i mean it has started already some years ago but it's uh, especially probably since this major shift that 2020 has allowed us all to feel in a very visceral way it's like sometimes i feel like i really and we do know this it's like we're living in a dream but really feels like you're living in a dream i mean things get in such a way that you're like almost pinching yourself and did i really saw that was did i make that up you know it's it it's like reality is shattering itself in a good way yes. But yes. can be very intense in the beginning, especially because it feels like our comfort zone is changing very rapidly. And we humans do like having our idea that we can predict very much what might happen so we can feel secure. And this is really allowing us all to learn now how to go completely with the flow because the flow is so much like this now that you know. Well, I guess I just have to give up now. <laughs> Going in the tsunami. <laughs> yes, it definitely feels like this. And, and sometimes I, I can even perceive that I try to focus on something. Um, for example, a few days ago, it was a small fly. I tried to focus on that fly. And suddenly I could see this, what... Hila and everybody always talk about this, that we are just living in that many, many, many pictures uh -huh. thing, you know, because that fly was not moving at all. But I saw her a bit more on the left, a bit more on the right, a bit more ah. under. And I stared at her. And as more I stared, as more intense it got, it was like really my, my higher self was really showing me See, this would be if all of you would give more attention to the things around you because you just see something staying there. But as you normally don't really stare at it for a, quite a while, you can't see that sometimes it's really not straight. It's uh -huh. just a bit more like this. And even as, if it is more like a millimeter or something, but it's really moving. Uh -huh. And that was so astonishing and so, and it gives me the feeling of, imagine we now are just a frozen picture mm -hmm. and just our consciousness is making it moving. Mm -hmm. That alone on its own is so mind blowing in my opinion, because uh -huh. as often as I think about it, it's again like, no, I can't think about it because it makes me crazy. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and I have forgotten about this until you just tell, told me. But I think it was like maybe two days ago there was on the, 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 the garden and I was watching, I think it was maybe one of those bigger ants. It was a kind of an insect that was moving too and I was staring at it and I thought exactly the same thing. I thought like, it seems that it's skipping frames. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like, and, and I, I really started thinking about it. Like, I wonder if these kinds of animals always function in this way. They just naturally, because it seems like they, they move like this sometimes. It's not, not a flowy. And if you, if you had a, a film strip, like you were saying, it's like the, the one drawing it only drew this position and only drew this, but didn't do the in-between frames. So it's, it moves like this, like lizards. Maybe it was a lizard that I was seeing. I, I saw something because lizards, lizards very much also move. Like, I mean, when they walk, you don't notice as much, but the way they move and they just... That's really true. That's really true. <laughs> so I really was thinking about that. Maybe, it, yeah, it's just something that we, we don't really think about, but if we really observe animals around us and things around us, it's already pretty implicit there too. I mean, they're skipping and we can see this because of course this opens again, the idea of teleportation and all that. It's like they're <laughs> teleporting their <laughs> head. <laughs> and it, it definitely brings, brings also this topic of different timelines because I then thought, what if in the timeline I am now this ant in your case or whatever it is or a fly uh -huh. in this timeline is exactly here. But if I would now switch timelines or, you know, would switch into a parallel version of me, which now would it be possible that there never was an ant and suddenly it oh, would disappear? Yeah. Because how often do we have it that we are totally astonished because something we just saw is just gone. Uh -huh. And, you know, and this is that teleportation thing. Like yeah. really we teleported ourselves to that new, new universe uh -huh. where this ant was never there. And this is really getting so freaky in a way, but amazing. Yeah, because we think about it in like linear streams, like, this day is another different universe tomorrow it's going to be another one but it's really literally each and every one of those frames it's a different universe so all of that can happen and i mean then depending you see a bug and suddenly it seems it disappeared we can see that since our physical mind is really constructed in order for us to have this physical experience we'll always automatically start looking for the logical. Where did it fly to? Where did it jump to? And you will find that, but you will also have, like you say, the parallel universe where it just disappeared. Yes. And, mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and maybe this... <laughs> everybody has already had a, has had a situation where suddenly a fly seems to come out of nowhere. 
it mm-hmm. just is it was not there two minutes ago and suddenly yes. it comes maybe from a corner but you're totally sure all your windows are closed it, it was not there i mean yeah. of course so many people would say this is now whatever and uh how, what is the name again <clears throat> it's by accident it's oh yeah a coincidence coincidence yes exactly and so but i think really as more we pay attention to those things it's um yeah it gets much more obvious i guess Mm -hmm. coincidences don't exist (laughs) and so yeah and so i mean if we attach this also to the disclosure topic It's 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 the same. It's like all of these that all of these things that we were talking about. It's it's disclosure. This this the way that this can be made. I figure that depending and then depending on all of the spiritual concepts that we know, there will be people really experiencing different things or all of us will be experiencing a slightly different disclosure. And also because even if we are seeing all the same things, for example, they're putting some some new pictures and images, like this is what happened. There will be someone that will interpret, oh, they, they really said now that it is are true. There will be someone that says, oh, they're, they're just trying to fool us. This must have a, a hidden agenda behind it. There will be people that's like, maybe it's because it's April's Fools or yes. <laughs> maybe it's CGI. There, And so with this, you can already see, even though it's the same picture, that people will be experiencing their own version of reality from that. And if we add on that, that there will be, of course, people that will see different pictures. Imagine the multitude, the billions of realities that are formed with just a single inch that you make in each direction. (laughs) Yes. It's so mind-blowing. And especially for me, too, is... They are always talking about how rockets might fly, how UFOs might fly. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, what we perceived in, in Hyla's explanations or in the others' explanations, that they don't need this, what, you know, what, what the, the, uh, the NASA, is it a, yeah, NASA. NASA, do you say NASA? Mm-hmm. Um, how they because they try to work on something which gives so much power that this rocket shoots but uh-huh. how we got explained it it's really just this vibrational thing that uh-huh. they have to push up the vibration so high that they just jump uh-huh. and so it's so funny to to see that maybe they will find out this more and more that mm-hmm. their rocket stuff is so you know so unlogical illogical um, yeah yes yeah, so logical how do you say it yes it would be unlogical i think but but yeah i mean it, i think it's kind of cool because it also reflects in a way how we play with separation and we how we play in a more seeing this now in a more spiritual way too this idea of the rockets 
even the way that we use our technology, like you were saying, it's like we we create this uh, combustion, like to to propel the the um, the rocket. But even that, the mechanic of that idea is that we are creating a lot of force to fight against resistance, to fight. Oh, that's so, cool said, really, yes. <laughs> so it's not, we're not really going with the flows of physics here. We're not using natural currents to kind of just leave us. We're really using the method of separation. That also works, but you have to have a much more power behind it. It takes much more effort for you to go against the resistance. You'll get there, but much slower, not as effective as if you eventually let the current take you there. And I'm sure that there's a lot of technology like this, like the, um, probably using like electromagnetic uh, waves or I don't know, anti-gravity, because it's kind of using the force of the electromagnetic field, but then using it like magnets very naturally repels. So you don't need to force mm -hmm. anything. It's already going in that direction. You're just using it. <laughs> and I guess. And have you ever that. thought about this? Have you ever thought about this thing? I mean, we know that earth is still in kind of a quarantine uh -huh. and uh, I mean, we have been in that for many, many years now, I guess, a few hundreds, mm -hmm. maybe thousand even. I have no idea how long we have been in there. Yeah, I think so. And thousands. I mean, they told us they have already been to the moon, but that would not be very logical this, that we, out of the quarantine, can just travel to the moon. Ah. And, uh, you know what I mean? And, and yeah. I thought about this so often. Uh -huh. And this this opens up so many more questions that i just stopped asking them uh, even inside of myself because they they will always confuse me even more uh -huh. from what i understand and i do know there are different perspectives from the quarantine hyla does say that the quarantine is officially over but in in their perspective it's not necessarily that especially us we can't leave it's more like the quarantine is to allow us to have a more natural evolution without having beings uh, coming here Influences. and saying, yeah, like now you can mm -hmm. do this, now you can do that. It's more like letting us choose our um, polarity, like Ra would say. And, and so if we find ways of going to the moon or Mars or whatever, I mean, that's not breaking the quarantine in any way. It's more like other beings influence or other beings interactions with us are quarantined it are much more limited of course there are they always find ways kind of to they, sneak in yeah they it's not like they're breaking the rules but they find the loopholes kind of like lawyers <laughs> and so sometimes there are some interactions but um that's how i i perceive it from what i understand yeah. too but but do you remember we once made this channeling with Hyla and she told me about the the people or the beings living on the moon and mm -hmm. i was like now imagine we would really have come to the moon in which ways ever mm -hmm. don't you think they would have been so curious of meeting us and you know uh -huh. and because this is 
Um, but okay, maybe of course they could have not perceived these beings, but it's it's all for me. It's still such a big, big riddle. Do you mm -hmm. say a big? Um, yeah, riddle. Mm -hmm. That I really. I, I think there are so much more things which have to be explained to oh, us yeah. mm -hmm. uh, concerning those Mars travels. And they always say they, they found out so much things about the universe already. And I still don't really believe it because many of their stories do not fit to the things we discuss so often with Hyla, with so many channelers and, and mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, I really guess that the, the, I don't know if it is just the NASA or whoever, they have to kind of tell us things so we don't consider them as being totally useless or totally mm -hmm. <laughs> not really able to, to travel space and to, mm -hmm. and in my opinion, we are still not really mm -hmm. able to travel space because when I just compare the pictures we two got from our beings, it's so different than all the things we could perceive from earthly beings, from humans mm -hmm. about space traveling and everything. So it's still very, very confusing, I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can see this in a lot of different ways. It's like uh, starting with the beings on the moon, uh, because I also do understand many times there are different dimensional layers to this. So it's like they can perceive us and we can't, or sometimes it could be eventually the other way around. Although in this case, I wouldn't say that, but it could also be that happening. There are the idea again of multiple versions of reality. There is the idea that us going there and seeing those things like you're not allowed to talk about this because we're still very we feel like we have to we our society is it's very much like um paternalist is this an english word it's like we it's like even with doctors, like doctors act like they're our fathers like you should do things in this way because this is best for mm -hmm. you and so mm -hmm. our governments, like, things should be like this because this is best for you. You don't know what you want. We have to protect you. So it's very much this idea of being protected, of shielding information. This is too much for you to handle. It's, I think, it also makes a lot of disinformation. They probably know, and I do believe this, they know much more than what they're telling. Not necessarily in a too extreme way but i i do believe that this is what is happening and so besides that what did i wanted to say that yeah the, this idea again of of the way we are perceiving things and the way a lot of other people perceive more the collective it's again this idea of choosing both of them are true both of them are coexisting and we can always choose which one of those we want to create more of this is what makes more sense for me so i'll go to more towards in this direction but you'll always have somewhat the idea that the other one exists if you want to choose it you can't completely push it away so 
choosing our polarity there too, in a way, choosing our reality. It's, <laughs> I guess we could really choose that, but this is something maybe you can explain that in a better way, because a big question in me is so often, we choose to make some experiences on a collective level, like now this COVID stuff and everything. Um, and it's on a level where we seemingly can't just jump out of it yeah. because we decided that we want to participate, that we want to do something for the vibrations, for the, for the collective. But sometimes then I wonder if we now would decide that we really want to jump out of it. We really would like to really jump into a reality where this has long been over and where, you know, yeah. do you think this, that there is a, a possibility to really do that um, instead of stay there because you accepted that you want to help uplift um, to just mm. jump like, no, I want to go out. Or do you think, both exist next to each other and you could just decide to now just switch to this level where everything still is already over. I think everything is really literally possible, but then we have to keep in mind and it's curious because lately in in one-on-one -on -one channeling especially, there has been more information about this being ah. channeled. Uh, it's not necessarily this topic, but the, the way I'm going to explain it, it's um, when we are experiencing this human version of us, with this human life, our, we have to keep in mind that our whole personality, we, who we are choosing to be, there are a lot of parts of it that we aren't aware of. And so it's almost mm -hmm. like, even though most of you might choose to shift, there will be still a part of you that you're not even aware of because it's in your unconscious that is still wanting to be here. So if all of it is a line, I'm pretty sure you can shift it easily. But the process for you to be aware of all of that is already kind of putting you in the position that you don't even need to shift anything outside you. So it's mm -hmm. this paradox that it's like in this very annoying way sometimes the things that we really want or we feel we need, we create extra resistance to get there just because we feel we need it. And when we get to the point where we don't need it, it's when we're, we could easily change it, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of annoying. So to answer that, yes, I think that's possible, but it's not, I mean, it's not the most probable thing to happen to most people because if it's happening, it's still serving you in some way too. Mm -hmm. It's really, I so because you also might have experienced that a few times in your life that, that it seems your higher self is always helping you to make it as logical as possible 
Yeah. So you're jumping reality, but the people which were there very close to you now not just vanish, but you won't have so much contact anymore. And suddenly mm -hmm. it's just over, but without, mm -hmm. you know, that, that cut. Yeah. But maybe, do you remember that, that story of this Philadelphia experiment where they, they experimented with teleporting and everything? Mm -hmm. And they said it worked. And mm -hmm. so now I really wonder if this worked just in, let's say, our reality now with all these listeners, um, because we are already on that level where things like this could have happened, mm -hmm. or if this really also worked for people who totally think this is impossible and where mm. like, you know, I really, I sometimes I wonder about stuff like this. Yeah. I mean, just to make a little context, not that I remember the full story, but the Philadelphia experiment was like a experiment to try and teleport the whole ship, wasn't it? Exactly. With all the staff members involved. And yes. they found out that it worked. And not just that it worked, but afterwards, everybody was, of course, um, having... Ha everybody had to sign a contract as far as I remember it um, that he of course can't tell anybody anything about it because it was top secret but uh, then they started to disappear in their normal mm. lives they had the dinner with their girlfriend or wife or whoever and suddenly the one who was participating at this project was suddenly disappearing in the middle of of this But this yeah. is then again something, is it because this teleportation stuff was so new for everybody that they had not at all any, any um, saying in it that they don't just want to disappear or, you know, this is so, it was one of the biggest topics I was confronted with. I think I was around 14 or something. Uh -huh. When I got first to that information, it was this Daniken, maybe you know him, Eric from Daniken. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he wrote all those amazing books and amazing. And I, I really, when I heard of this experiment, um, I was so, I really, I went to my father who was working in that kind of thing. And he knew he can't really tell me something, but the way he reacted to me asking that kind of questions, I could definitely tell that he can't tell it, but it's totally the truth. And um, there are much more things which now are really have to be kept top secret. And let's see when they will come out. Yeah. What are you smiling at? <laughs> I, I found no, I, I kind of found it curious that it's like maybe your your father knew about all of it and it's curious that now we're exploring this path of trying to figure out what's true or not and it's like Astrid's father knew it all along it's like the synchronicity <laughs> I was just laughing thinking about it maybe it could have been who knows I don't think we'll ever know now <laughs> probably not and if so can be all truth at the same time, right? Yeah, exactly. But yes, regarding yeah that experience, that experiment, I think it's the same thing. It's the, the way how people also might 
want to see what they want to take out from that event for example i'm sure there are a lot of people that say also that it wasn't true and and i heard some more things about it too like people got merged with the the boat too i don't know if that's true or not when when they did it that there were some that got stuck in the boat <laughs> i, I kind of creepy that, but possible too i mean but I, how can they imagine because we know so much about teleportation and this really sounds like a horror movie but of course in a way it was reality by then but mm -hmm. you know it's so weird because if you think about teleportation the way we think about it or we mm -hmm. perceive it to be real in a way this could never have been happened like mm -hmm. you know it, it's really everything is so weird oh yeah i mean there are a lot of i'm pretty sure there are a lot of different methods again for for people to use certain kinds of technology it's not only ah, one true it's, true it's like yes. the rocket um i mean true. we use rockets to go and takes a lot of effort but there are ufos that just do it like pretty easily just like hey, you just need to do this and i think part of it's also so much related again to where we are uh, in our understanding about reality because maybe mm -hmm. for those uh, scientists and the information that they were working with, they really didn't have a lot of understanding about it. So it was maybe like putting people from the, the, the cavemen trying to figure out how cell phones work. It's like, we know that this works and we can talk, but maybe they're like trying to dissect it Maybe they'll put some fire on it and it will blow up. But this wasn't supposed to happen. It's like because they don't understand deeply the mechanics of it. And here, maybe they they came across this information and they started playing with it. And of course, sometimes it doesn't work. There are some adjustments needed, like mm -hmm. with the idea of nuclear fusion and nuclear power there are so many accidents always happening because of that because it's such a raw such a powerful energy but we are still wanting to play with it although many times we don't fully also understand it still although that's a little better now <laughs> i don't know where i read this but in some of the books there was written something like in this in this um in this thing which is called Chern, in Chern, you know this. Uh -huh. this... In uh, in Switzerland, I mean it's Switzerland. It's like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Where they do CERN. all this re this re researches and everything about that. Uh -huh. That uh, they really, I mean that is what I read about it. That they are really always being from higher realms involved who have to kind of really watch out that mm. nothing really very stupid is happening there mm -hmm. like really like oh my god those children are really playing again with fire and we have to watch out this is yeah. so funny to imagine this yeah there are a lot of different ufo stories and sightings of of really 
of um, crafts going above the idea of uh, nuclear power plants and stuff like that and nuclear weapons and mm -hmm. deactivating them. <laughs> so there are tons of stories like this. They, they so just go and see like the and then they just go away like Imagine for it. those people <laughs> who are really just like kind of some scientists who never would believe in stuff we are talking here about. And they would always be so desperate. Why this again disappeared or just got destroyed? Or, you know, and I, I really found that so funny. It must really sometimes be such a laugh for the other realms to, to, to watch us here and to play with things and to, you know, to just destroy it or to, to mm -hmm. whatever. And um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because there are some... I know, and probably this is also what happens here. There are some beings that they are closer also to our density and all of that. That, of course, they are still much more technologically advanced than than we are. That uh, it seems like the the effects of having like nuclear explosion and all and all of that it kind of creates ripples even to other parallel. Um, reality so I don't know exactly how that works but that's one of the reasons why it's like there are a lot of things that they do allow us to play with and some of them it's still like uh, yeah no don't play with this <laughs> you're <laughs> because, still too young don't take yes, this yes it will affect you and us and it's like we don't want to have your eh. <laughs> so just <laughs> play with it yourselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. And maybe by saying this, we are already on the on the end. Or mm -hmm. do you have maybe something you you want to add, or you still no. have in your mind? Not that I remember. Maybe just to finish all of this topic um, with disclosure and parallel realities. Regarding disclosure, I do think that however things might be presented, I'm pretty sure that it will always be best for the collective here. And it will probably, things start to, they will unfold in a way that we aren't expecting, but in a good way. It's, uh, let's see, I, I have no idea but i'm very excited to know <laughs> more <laughs> me too i really this first of june it's a tuesday i already know because it's really i'm so so open for everything which might come and i'm quite sure also that for every single one of us it might come different mm -hmm. and so let's wait for it let's see what reality we are going to be in and what we are going yes. to choose and how we are going to play with it that's even yes. the more important thing, I would say. How are you going to play with whatever comes? And how do we choose to perceive it? <laughs> and so with this, we thank you all for always watching our videos, for commenting. Remember to follow us in our Instagram if you want to. And other than that, thank you so very much, Astrid. Thank you so very much, Philippa. Have a wonderful rest of the day, everyone. Yes. And see you next week. See you. <laughs> Bye.